What's up guys, it's Lisa. We're all well into our coronavirus quarantine and needless to say, it's been a trying time for all of us. We've had to change our daily routines, many of us haven't even left the house, gyms are closed and overnight most of our relationships went virtual. So how can we come out of this quarantine stronger, healthier and even more connected? Well, I've taken this opportunity to talk to some of my favourite people on my Instagram Live to get their advice on these very issues and have found the conversation so freaking helpful that I wanted to share them here as well. So over the next couple of months, we'll be posting bonus episodes every Friday to help us get through this quarantine stronger together. In this solo Q&A, I answer questions from you guys about taking action while the world is on pause, as well as my morning routine. And I tell you the one book that you must read. Enjoy. What's up, guys? I am now live. Just put on the filter. Look how nice that makes me look. <laughs> um, what's up, guys? So I am answering questions live today, guys. If you want to join me, I call. I like to call it the Instagram roulette or Instagram story roulette. No, it's not a story. It's a live. So Instagram live roulette, which means that I'm just basically flip and hope um, I land on some of an amazing question. If you guys have any questions. Either drop them in the comments below or request to join me. Um, I am here to answer any and everything that you guys need to know or want to know or just want to chat. Um, grab a cup of coffee. Got my coffee here. So I'm just going to get started. Um, all right. Any requests? Any requests? Let's have a look. All right. Let's. Java bar 96 come on down da, 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 da. all right so while that's connecting um let me know guys where you're joining from oh and he wasn't ready if you guys are asking to join oh and he left all right so if you are asking to join guys please have a question ready um, and then make sure the camera is on you um so that everyone else can also benefit on the question and the answer so if you're going to request make sure that you're there Make sure you're there. All right, let's go with, I like the name, Life Enhancer. Impact Theory really helped me. Thank you, Vamiswishna2000. I'm not very good. Ah! Oh my gosh, what's up? Girlfriend, holy gosh. Oh, thank you so much just for being the amazing human you are your husband is like I actually got on your husband first and he like loves and supports you so much it's like so dope <laughs> that like you guys have an awesome I could just like feel it I've never met you both in person for whoever's watching but I feel like I know you guys so thank oh, you so much appreciate that. no I appreciate you guys it's really you're enhancing humanity which is what life enhancers my brand and what I go by and it's like a massive obviously macro thing and I don't know what exactly your mission and purpose statements are, but I can tell you're enhancing humanity just by your post. So, um, so. Oh, and we, we, we lost your sound for a second, but you're back. Sorry. Yeah, no, it's. Oh, lost you again. Oh, no. Oh, no. The problem with what so I set oh, my alarm, I, I set my alarm for so I didn't miss it. So hold on one second. You're I... so cute. It's all good. Um, I love Tom and Lisa. Bill, you for okay? Me. I'm coming back. All right, you're back. All right, amazing. So what's I'm your so name? sorry. Where I just I set my alarm. I apologize. What is your... No worries, sweetie, at all. Okay. So what's your name? Where are you calling from? And then what is your question? Okay, my name is Life Enhancer. 
I'm calling from the USA, New York, um, the state. And for now, that's all I'll give just for safety protections. And then my question is, I mean, I have so much for you guys, but honestly, let's focus it on you. And what would you say would be the number one thing that people could do right now to truly make a difference of like action you know the world's on pause right now if you will I've been saying that but like people that know how to unpause themselves during this time of the whole mm. world on pause what would be like the you know one just I know there's so many things you could probably say and you made a list so something that you haven't said before in your content <laughs> you know what I mean just something that like really could truly enhance and like them right now and impact them well here's what I I actually want to back up a bit so do you oh, sure, feel please. like um things are on pause for you no, <laughs> I, I'm saying the world is on pause. And if you know how to unpause yourself, okay. what are you doing mm -hmm. while the world's on pause? Because eventually the world will press play again. And during this pause period, I've been calling it the people that have been actually doing action. I lay, I call, I've been calling it like laying Easter eggs, if you will. Then when the world presses mm -hmm. play, those Easter eggs, someone was going to find it. You know, you might be networking. You might have linked in someone. They might not have gotten to it. And they'd be like, oh, who's this person, right? Like, what are right. you doing during the pause period? Because yeah. the whole world is going through an epidemic. This is real people. Right. Yeah. So, um, so people may have heard, I, I sadly don't have um, multiple different answers. I can only really tell oh, no, you no. Yes, how absolutely. I feel and what I'm doing. So um, right now, in fact, there's a, and I apologize if you guys have just joined, you've heard this story before, but I'm going to repeat it anyway, because it's so freaking powerful. Absolutely. Oh so it's a, um, I think it's a Stephen King short story. And he okay. talks about the world. Um, basically, um, you never die. So your life, you have so much time, you have all the time in the world. And okay. um, in the story, he breaks into, ends up being two different camps in this story. One camp are the people that are like, oh my God, I have all the time in the world. Awesome. I'm going to Netflix and chill. And then they don't do anything because <laughs> their life's on pause. Because they're like, I've just got so much time. I can literally watch Netflix for the next four years. And I've still got time <laughs> to do other things. So that's one camp. Yes, then you've got yes. the second camp that are like, oh my God, I've got all the time in the world to do everything I've ever wanted to do. And all they do is grow and change and adapt and learn. Adapt. So, yes. right. So the question I find myself looking at and going, which camp am I in? Like right now is our chance to, to identify with which camp makes sense to you. And so for me, it is the learning camp. It is, this is the opportunity now to really do all the things I always wanted to do. Because ultimately, I know there's a lot of fear out there. I'm not a fear monger. So I mm -hmm. always take it from the opposite. And I'm just like, this is such an awesome time, guys. This is such an awesome time to learn all the shit we wanted to know. And so we will come out of this, right? Like, Absolutely. I don't, know, I don't know how long. I'm not a predictor. Mm. I've heard Same. a couple of months. I've heard six mm -hmm. months. So look, I don't freak out over how long we're going to be in this situation because I can't control that. But what I can control yes. is what I do in this time when it happens because eventually we are going to come out of it. So guys, when we come out of it, what do we want to look back and say we did? What do we want that story to be? If you want that story to be, I just freaking Netflix and chill, then amazing. Now you're writing the story you actually want. But when you then come out of it and look back don't fool yourself into thinking that we don't have the control in writing that story so right now i'm super aware of what story i'm going to tell in yes, six months to a year about what my life in quarantine was going to be like mm -hmm. and tom and i were talking and it's all about a frame of reference right so tom and i were like oh man remember that quarantine life like we <laughs> want that to be our way that we talk right but, but that is in our control 
when that's how in our control so right now we're doing things and we're like oh man let's get down with the quarantine um even in the way that we say it we do it jokingly right we move our body humor yep humor humor because again going back to i can't freaking control how long we're here so i refuse to put my life on pause because if it's going Mm -hmm. to be six months the amount of growth i can do in six freaking months like and i force that energy on me so yes oh my gosh Um, oh please i don't want to think of any i know i'm sure you have a lot of people so i hope that helps sweetie um you yes Yes, and I'm, I'm, oh, God, thank you, Lisa, so much. You're thank beautiful. You, Rise thank up, you, women, ladies, right? Rise up. Hell yeah. It's our time. Women's empowerment. Yes, you take, take care, care of my dear. California? Yeah, buddy. Oh, okay, baby. Uh, Let's go see East Coast. Care, sweetie. You too. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Oh my God, how freaking sweet. All right, guys, if you're just joining me, I am doing Instagram live roulette, which means if you have a question, you want to join me, split screen, just um, request it down below. Also, I want to do some shout outs. Let me know where you guys are calling from. And then also I am going to, some people don't want to come on video, so I want to respect that as well. So I want to make sure I'm also answering those questions. Um, All right, so I'm actually going to answer a question now and then I'm going to come back to the roulette. So, oh, got shout outs. Canada, Mexico, India, Saudi Arabia, Mexico, Hungary, South Africa. Freaking awesome, guys. Thank you for joining. Um, All right. So the question I have is from Carly Jean. How do you and your husband stay connected? I assume you mean through quarantine. I'm just going to assume that, but maybe you don't. Um, So things like I've the one thing that Tom and I have done is for the last 10 years, we have literally um, sculpted our lives so that we are connected so that every day we have some interaction, which is why we're in business together. That wasn't by accident. It was very deliberate. So right now, as we're um, in business mode and it's our house, like it's like very um, overlapping a little. So what we do is we try to make sure that we have connection time. And I don't necessarily call it that, but um, it's basically time where we get to bond. And then when we do that, we sit down and we say, what is your definition of bonding? Because let me tell you, my definition of bonding is definitely not the same as Tom's definition of bonding. So um, you want to know what it means to them. So for Tom, um, his definition of bonding, I'm sure you can guess. Um, and my definition of bonding, of course, is being intimate. But it's also just like, hey, talk to me, babe. How's your day going? But that really and truly is my way of connecting. And so I articulate that with him so that he gives me space to do that because his instinct and inclinations isn't to necessarily sit down and talk through the day. So we just kind of go through what's my definition, what's his definition, and then making sure while you're in quarantine, going that you're actually scheduling that time to bond. So one thing that um, I um, have recently been doing is I've been taking baths with my husband. That's my way of connecting he doesn't really like bars but i figured i'm nude so he'll definitely say yes which it was very good technique because he has been saying yes so things like that you just have to like explore um and then it was his birthday over the weekend and he was kind of like, oh, well, we're in quarantine, doesn't matter. And I was like, no, this is the time because let me tell you, in all the birthdays he's going to have, which are the ones he's going to remember? Probably the one that we're in quarantine. So um, I was trying to find ways to make it special and do like practicals because he doesn't like massages, but he likes practicals and uh, things like that that make it special. So find out what that language is for your partner. Then you should know your own language and you need to articulate that to them. Okay, sorry, I'm hopefully i'm not speaking too quickly i just want to make sure that i'm bringing value as fast as possible um and yeah happy birthday tom um okay so i'm going to if you're just joining i am doing instagram roulette which means um i'm requesting people to join me live oh no what am i doing oh god all right guys this was 
And what happens when you don't have your tech people here? All right, I'm going live. I'm going to choose. I think this person was actually on from the beginning. So I want to make sure they get their question. Tania, Tania, come on down. Um, hello, India. Tania, awesome advice from about connection. Thank you very much. Oh, I, I see a bed. Tania. Hi, Lisa. Hello, how are you? Hello, my dear. Good. How are you doing? Great. I'm great. In quarantine, but actually doing quite well. Okay, that's good to hear. Where are you being quarantined? Where are you, girl? I'm in India. I'm in India. Okay, and um... and we we have a total lockdown here, so people are not stepping out of the house. And uh, there's five people in my family, and uh, we've been finding every way to keep ourselves entertained. That's amazing. Do you have any tips for anyone at home? What's what's one thing that you're like? This is awesome. Oh, we've been uh, we play board games. We play Ludo, and we've. Uh, We've been working out together, dancing, and you know anything that you can think of. It's really not easy, <laughs> but it's quite fun. I was gonna say, but let me tell you, when was the last time you just danced with your family and played board games? Uh, just a couple of hours ago. No, no, no. I mean before the quarantine. Oh, before the quarantine. I think it must have been at least. Uh, I don't know, like a couple of months ago. Okay, so see, this this is how I try to frame things, right? That's how this can be the best thing that's ever happened is that you're being forced yeah. to connect with people that you wouldn't normally connect with, or you may not do on a regular basis. So I exactly, I, I absolutely love that. Um, so what's your question, sweetie? So my question is, uh, is there a particular book you could tell me that uh, you think impacted your life a lot? Uh, because uh, if you don't mind, I can tell you one that has impacted mine. Yeah. Uh, That's the slight edge by Jeff Olson. Okay. Uh and uh I would love to know what it is for you. Um so I've read many books are you talking specifically business, women, leadership or just like any book that you love? Um anything for personal development. Okay. So this is going to seem like a weird book to recommend, but I'm telling okay. you, it changed my life and I'm not just saying that it changed my life and it changed my relationship with my husband so guys listen up and i'm trying to desperately get this woman on the women <laughs> i've been like bugging this woman to come on the show she said yes but she lives in the east coast it is called the female brain the female brain brain okay yeah. okay um, the name oh god her name's really hard to pronounce um if women of impact that's watching if you can type it below but the female brain and here's why i found it so fundamental for me because the one thing that i talk about often and really like uh, not really struggle with but my biggest battles have been with myself so it's me feeling over emotional it's me having my ego in the way like these are all the things that to me has been the hardest thing i've ever had to do beyond building quest nutrition or impact theory or even being married like really getting to grips with my own emotions has been the hardest challenge and i think the most impactful so the female brain when i read it i think i've read it maybe now three times i do on audible personally um but it just explains it's like a road map to why and how we feel how we do in all stages of life so when i look back at how emotional i was in my teenage years this book literally gives examples and explains why then it talks about like if you're pregnant and the brain the way the brain develops when a woman's pregnant and how it actually reduces and you know then going back to how men are always like oh women are crazy when they're pregnant it's like no actually we're not crazy the brain shrinks people the brain shrinks so if you know actually the brain shrinks and i think that we would give um other women grace 
when they're acting out of character. Um, then it takes you through menopause and why women feel the way they do in menopause. You know, um, it's not just the physical acts of the body. It's actually what is happening to the brain and why we feel over-emotional and why we feel, um, you know, all these things that we go through. So when I say that book helped me understand myself, and if you're just joining that, this book is The Female Brain, because I was able to understand myself, I was then able to create, um, let's say, rules for myself in order to get a hold of my emotions and my ego and all of that good stuff. So then it came to my husband. My husband read it, and it allowed him to understand me more, which allowed our relationship to be way more intimate, because now it wasn't just like, oh, you know, oh, she's flying off the handle, or oh my God, he's being like this. Yeah. No, we don't just dismiss people. Okay, Dr. Luanne Brizendine. Thank you very much, Women of Impact. Dr. Luanne Brizendine. Now, okay. what I also love about the book is it gives it, it gives stats, which I'm all about data, but it also gives stories. Because if you know me, I love storytelling. So it blends the two between data and um, analysis of the women's hormones and the brain and stuff like that. But then it gives real life stories about how women do X, Y, and Z, and, you know, when you have a daughter and what to expect when you have a daughter. Anyway, it changed my life. It helped me with business. It helped me with my relationship. It helped me with personal Girl, if you haven't read it, get it right now on Audible. I freaking love it. I feel like there's a reason I got to talk to you about this because uh, I've been going through something similar and I would want nothing more than to get my hold, uh, get a hold on this book. It's I mean, it sounds amazing. It really it's is. And the next key though that you need to do, once you get the book, really yeah. analyze how that relates to you. And now in knowing the information, what you're going to do differently, because the book doesn't then tell you, oh, so you need to act like this, right? It's like you have to then do the work yourself. But what I found yeah. was like it gave me the foundation to understand myself so that I can then build my rules of what I'm going to do when I feel emotional, what I'm going to do when, you know, my husband irritates me. I love the man to bits, but of course people just irritate you. So how do you handle it knowing what your brain is doing like so you have to take those steps so first step is read the book second step is implement it into your own life implementations the real bit <laughs> mm -hmm. and people are just asking which book guys if you just joined i'm talking about the female brain she asked what was um, my favorite book and that was the one that absolutely changed my um, entire life relationship business as a leadership it's one thing to to uh, develop habits and to start living them but it's another to completely understand the scientific reason behind what is really happening with you mm -hmm. and then to get a chance to actually analyze and implement it Exactly. And the one thing that I also used as language when I was dealing with my husband. So let's say, for instance, I was feeling um, overwhelmed or let's say it was my cycle. Right. And so I would say I would actually say to him, OK, babe, according to the female brain, this is what's happening to me. So I just need to un I need you to understand this is maybe why I'm a little irritable right now. Right. So I would kind of use it as an explanation, not as a justification, but as an explanation. And he'd be like, all right, baby, I totally get it. Yeah, maybe your brain's shrinking right now or whatever, right? So it's like, we use it as a discussion mechanism because in the past, I would be, let's say, irritable. I would just show my irritability and he'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you, right? So now it's just become like a, a way to use it in our language and our relationship and in our communication um, that has absolutely changed everything. But that must have taken time, right? Like yes, you put of in course. A 
No. And here's the news, guys. If anyone's looking for a quick fix, I'm not your person. I have never discovered a quick fix. I wish there was. I, like, if I knew it, I would be giving the, that to you guys as much as possible. But look, nothing was easy, right? Nothing that we, nothing great is easy. A relationship takes work. If you're, you know, the best sports, like um, Michael Jordan, he freaking had to practice at it. So um, no matter what it is that you guys are trying to achieve, you just have to, at least for me, go into it going, okay, I know that it's going to take me a while to get practice. Um, this is a journey and um, it's going to be a stepping stone for me. If you own your own business, when an employee leaves your company, whether on good terms or bad, it can feel, I hate to say it, but it actually can feel personal, like you and you alone are the one to blame. And it actually may even trigger you to lock down your business, not open yourself up and not actually risk trying anyone else. Like you actually would your heart after a bad breakup and avoid looking for that new partner altogether. Well, let's face it, sometimes we can do that with highs as well. And trust me, guys, I've been there. I get the thought of bringing in a new stranger into your business actually fills your heart with more anxiety than it does love and joy. But when you post your jobs on LinkedIn, you can actually feel the confidence that you will find the right person for the right job fast because LinkedIn isn't actually just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion billion with a B professionals, which makes it the best place to hire because guys, it gives you access to professionals that you actually can't find anywhere else. And so LinkedIn does all that while making the process easy and intuitive, which then makes hiring with confidence easy when you have that many quality candidates. And it's so easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get qualified candidates within 24 hours. So post your jobs for free at linkedin.com slash Lisa. That's linkedin.com slash Lisa to post your job for utterly free. And of course, terms and conditions always apply. As an entrepreneur, one of the biggest challenges you will face is the negative voice in your head. You know who I'm talking about? That maybe not so small part of you that loudly doubts your abilities to actually pull the things off and make a living from your passion project. But you've got to overcome that negative voice in your head, homie, because I'm telling you, you can do it especially if you use Shopify. Now, Shopify is an all-in-one global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From launching your business to hitting a million dollars, Shopify has got you completely covered. And with all the built-in Magic AI award-winning customer service and the internet's best converting checkout, you have everything you need to shut down the voice of doubt and make all your amazing business dreams a reality. That's exactly why, guys, I love Shopify. So if you want to start growing your business with more customers and sales, shut that negative voice down and prove her wrong that you can do it, Shopify is here for you. So go and sign up for just $1 a month with your trial period at shopify.com slash Lisa, all lowercase. Again, guys, you can go to shopify.com slash Lisa right now to grow your business no matter where you are and what stage it's in. That's shopify.com slash Lisa. It's amazing, Lisa. It was so great talking to you. Oh, I still can't believe this is happening. It was too, amazing. You too. Oh, what amazing so timing. Oh, I appreciate you so much for joining this call, girl. Thank you so much. Thank Bye. you for having me. Take Lots care, of love. Mwah, you too. Girl. Bye. Bye. 
oh, what about men? Someone's asking, what about men? Yes. So apparently, as you can see, I get very excited. Apparently, there's the male brain book that's come out. I haven't read it yet, so I actually can't um, speak to it. But I definitely want to read it. Like I said, I'm trying to get that woman on the show. Because when I think about what can really freaking help women, it's like, let's break down the brain and let's see how we can use our understanding to better our lives. Anyway, so trying to get her on the show. Um, definitely working on it. I may even take this clip and send it to her as a tactic. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so if you guys are just joining me, I am doing a Instagram uh, live roulette and I'm choosing people to come and join me. I have no idea what who you guys are. So just taking, oh, I'm going to pick a dude. Come on, Rob. Um, how long, someone's asking how long it takes to transform myself. Um, God, you're there. Hi, Lisa. How's it going? Good, sweetie. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. So I'm making a uh, online course for um, creating a morning routine. Mm -hmm. And so I was going to, I tried getting um, on Gary V's live and asking him, you know, how do you get in contact with people? I want to start interviewing people um, like you, like Tom, like Gary, and ask you guys about your morning routines. Mm -hmm. And I, I just figured this is the best way to do it, is just hop on, on the lives. Dude, this is so, so freaking smart of you. Yeah, this is awesome. This is so awesome. Um, I was wondering, do you have a morning routine? Um, I do. So um, by the way, I just need to give you kudos for this. Like I want everyone watching to really take note because I so freaking <laughs> admire people that think outside the box. Um, and I don't want to derail the question. I will get to it, but I just want to give you kudos for thinking outside the box. Um, one, of my, one of the guys that actually works for us now, who is like one of our top, top team members, he tried every avenue to get a job interview. And so he was applying for every job possible. And he interviewed with me yeah. and I thought he was amazing. And then someone else in my team was like, I can't believe he tried to sneak in. He interviewed with me too for a different position. And I was like, what oh, wow. are you hating? Like, yeah, that's but that's so amazing. Yeah. Ex exactly. So I just yeah. want to give you kudos for that. Well done, dude. This is so impressive. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. So now back Thank to you. the question. What is my morning, my morning routine? Um, I've right. obviously adjusted a bit because of the quarantine, but typically um, I get up. I Now my routine is I get up and I write my Instagram post. And I found that okay. um, be, being creative in the morning, like writing, is actually for me the best time in the morning. So I have started to write it as my kettle is boiling. Once the kettle yeah. is done and once I'm ready, I post it. I make my coffee. I then go down to go. the gym and I work out. Mm -hmm. And so the reason why I do that is, a, I'm, I get creative in the morning, so I write. Then I listen to music. Music is such a massive inspiration for me. I can change right. my mood like that by just putting on like a 90s Britney song, you know, or putting okay. on something yeah. that's going to get yeah. me going. So I've got the creative out of me. I've got now music to really get my emotions going. I then start dancing in the gym in between my workout. Because again, right. um, so I go from being intense, focusing on the weights, and then I start allow my right. body to move and really um, enjoy the the rhythm. Um, so do you do you do that after you do that after you you do your morning pose? Correct. Okay. So okay. 
typically I'm finding myself now that I'm writing it in the gym on the floor. I have no idea why, but I um, sometimes yeah. I just don't question what, what I do. Like for some reason I find the, the floor comfortable and for some reason I get creative on the floor. So it is what yeah. it is. Um, yeah, that's I, cool. I like coffee when I work out. I don't drink water, but I do this. So I have this much coffee and then the rest is hot water. That's my way of taking in hot water. Um, okay. Plus for my digestion, um, my I don't know if you know Radhi Shetty, um, but Jay Shetty's wife, she is really big oh, into. No. So she's really big into Ayurveda, and she did this one post about how cold water can mess with your digestion if you have a slow digestive system. So since then, I've stopped drinking cold water because I have massive digestive issues. Um, right, I found I, that I that has been huge for me. So guys, anyone with a, a bad gut, just stop drinking cold water. So that really helped. Um, yeah, because so just, your, your stomach has to work twice as hard to, to get it up to your body's temperature. Exactly. So I right. immediately oh, I immediately stopped drinking um, cold water. I drink hot water. Mm -hmm. um, working out for me, is my sanctuary it's my time where i switch off and i just focus on me i it's rather a meditation because like i'm counting and i'm counting the reps and i'm challenging myself but over time i started to realize i was actually working and working uh, working out so i was like answering text messages answering posts and that's when i started to yeah. realize I'm, I'm taking away the joy of what i love doing so again mm -hmm. like i i for me, I develop a habit and a routine, but I do notice this, I start to slip out of it. So when I start to slip out of it, I make sure that I push myself back in. So the last week I've been telling people, I, my phone is off when I work out. I do not answer any text messages anymore. Um, so things okay. like that. I was just gonna sure ask you that. If, if you cut off like text messages or, I mean, like I, I know you're writing your posts, but as far as like input, like from your phone, like you're, you're output you know you're putting you're you're creating you're not allowing stuff to come in and kind of like dictate your day you know what i mean yeah and that's actually hard for me that isn't natural um i want yeah. to I, I still want to be there for people that if they're texting me but it's like at some point i had to realize that um, especially while being quarantined because no one has this like in real time face to face it's like you're getting text messages and emails and slacks and yeah you know and so yeah. I, I think everybody, I'm not in a unique situation. I think everybody's getting like a lot more input. And so for me, it's, this is in my control. So how do I make sure that the input isn't controlling my day, isn't controlling how I feel? And so right. I, I just have to take action. And my action was switching off my phone on the weekend. Mm -hmm. I literally switched it off. And on my stories, I deliberately said, I'm switching off my phone for the weekend. That way, if anyone that follows me, friends, family, literally anyone knows, yeah. oh, they can't reach me. Like, I'm, now, I'm, now, I'm, you, do you and Tom do that every weekend? Or no, does Tom participate in that or no? No. No? So I kind of okay. feel bad because now I put a lot of pressure on him because we have family texts yeah. to change. And I'm just like, not checking oh, okay. my phone. I'm like, babe, what's the family saying? Um, but yeah. If he found it overwhelming, he would tell me because I'm not just like throwing right. it on him like, hey, you can deal with it. Um, right. So that so that's really kind of been my morning routine right now. Um, I sadly don't, and I keep saying I sadly don't meditate, but the truth is it's not sad because I don't make time and an effort into it. So, um, yeah. but, but that's something so, that I'm working on. So um, how, how long is your morning routine? Ooh. 
Do you know? And is there a certain time that you get up? Like, like, is it like six o'clock I get up or we five o'clock? We do not set an alarm. I go, yeah, so that's something that Tom and I did for many years now. We just, we go to bed early. We go to bed at nine and we wake up when we yeah. wake up. So, um, okay. because we want to, because sleep is so important to us. So. Okay, cool. All right, my dear. Thank you so, so much for the question. Yeah, no, thank you. I really appreciate it. Thank you. And for All right, tell us about Tom. I said hi. You. I will, sweetie. All right, Take thank care. you. All right, bye. All right, bye. All right, guys, if you are just doing, oh, no. Oh, there we are. Um, I am answering questions live. If you want to drop them in the qu uh, comments, I'm answering them. And Or if you want to join me, I am doing a split-screen join, so just put in the request. Um, I'm going to do some shout-outs as well. Let me know where you're calling from. And I'm going to pick um, a question. Um... Ah, so Jumping Juju, oh, that's, that's Jumping Juju, do you have a playlist on Spotify you can share? I actually do. So I have a couple of playlists. I have one, I can't show you because it's on my phone, but I have one called Badass, of course, and I've got the little emoji that does this um, because all of those sort of things, I think, make a difference. When I get into the gym and I go to press something, I want something that's empowering. So I've got my little emoji. Even my good morning alarm has like a little smiley face, like, good morning. Um, so I do those, but yes, I do have a Spotify, and I have another one that's called Old School that has like, oh god, I'm showing my age now, but it has some amazing tunes from the early '90s. It has like early, early TLC, No Scrubs, all of that good stuff. Um, got some Britney in there. So um, once I'm off this, what I'll maybe do in my stories is I'll do a swipe up and share my um, Spotify if you guys are interested in that. All right, so, um, hello, hello, people. Um, I'm going to now, because I already did one question, I'm going to do a Instagram join. Oh, I've got questions tapped. Let me try this. Um, hmm, this is interesting. Sorry, guys. I'm, all right, I'm going to just answer. Ooh, ooh, it's my first time. All right, what makes you being inspired or motivated throughout the whole day? Um, ooh, that's tough. So the whole day. The truth is I'm not always motivated throughout the whole day. I'm just not going to BS you guys. I don't know who is. Um, if you are, let me know how you do it. But the question, um, but how do I keep going? And there are times where it's like right now, you guys see me as like peak energy, which is why I'm trying to do these in the morning because by the time at the end of the day, I'm exhausted. Um, and so another thing is I actually don't hold true to making sure that I am motivated every day or all, all day because I think that's just, that's a lot of freaking pressure. So, um, what I think, and it also depends on how you break down what motivation means to you. So I am, I am I'm productive all day and every day I try to be, but I make sure that um, I understand it has your ebbs and your flows, right? Just like energy. So there are going to be moments where I'm super motivated, I'm going to crush it, and then other times that I'm not. Usually I'm super motivated when it comes to things that I absolutely love doing. You don't have to persuade me. You don't have to ask me twice. So right now I'm producing and working with an amazing writer um, to create a graphic female graphic novel called The Wish Academy. So we're creating characters. We're writing the script right now. I'm so freaking excited. I literally um, I can't stop thinking about this. I think about it in my sleep. I wake up excited. So you don't have to tell me twice to do it. 
So that's also another thing. It's like, what are the things that are getting you so excited that you jump out of bed for? And then there are other things in my business that I'm not excited about, but I know it's necessary in order to take that next step in my dreams. So I remind myself of the dream. I don't necessarily remind myself of the act. So as an example, um, we will impact theory studios will win an academy award i'm saying that publicly now we will win an academy award we're producing content we're creating ip we will win now i don't know when maybe a year from now probably not likely because it takes really long to make a movie but like in five or ten years but i'm so hellbent on that and i'm so dedicated and committed and excited about that that when i have to do stuff that i really don't enjoy i just remind myself of winning that academy award i actually have a vis visualization in my mind of being on that um stage and my husband doing this super romantic dip on camera while we're getting the academy award in hand so let me tell you, the days that I'm feeling crappy, the days that I'm dealing with the logistics, the days that I'm dealing with issues in the company, days when I just feel like shit and I really just don't want to do anything, I just remind myself of holding that Academy Award and I allow myself to feel it, which then um, is like fuel on the fire, right? It's like literally motivation to me and passion is a freaking fire. You have to keep pouring fuel over it, otherwise it will dissipate. So... Every day, I remind myself of that vision of holding the Academy Award. Plus, I then align it with something I truly am excited about. So I truly am excited about, about creating movies, about creating a graphic novel for women. I think about what I was like when I was that 11 year, years old and I felt shitty about myself and I didn't have confidence. What are the things that that 11-year-old Lisa should have had? It is this graphic novel. So as you can see, I'm very passionate about it. I remind myself that I'm helping that 11-year-old Lisa that didn't believe in herself and so I make sure that I'm pouring fuel. Okay, hopefully that helps. Um, all right, I'm deleting that. And in case, guys, you are just joining me, I am um, taking questions live and I am doing Instagram roulette um, where I'm just choosing people to come on. And the button's not working. Uh, why is the button working? Ah, there we go. Okay, let's... Who we got? Who we got? Um, all right. I'm gonna go with Amy. A lot of questions. How do you deal with lows? Oh yeah, that's a good one. Um, oh, 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 I'm actually to comment. Oh, right, so I'm gonna answer that question. How do I deal with lows? This is from Surabi um, Vadavi. Um, love from India. Um, so lows to me. Who? Usually that starts with a mindset and an emotion, right? It's like, I'm, I'm not feeling good about myself. Um, and so when I start to feel like that, I go back to what I've been training myself all this time to know. So what do I know? Okay, when I feel low about myself, it usually means that maybe something is shitty is happening in my life. Maybe it's just my, my cycle, right? And my period cycle is actually all my emotions are um, pushing me towards that. So, okay, I can't trust right now how i'm feeling the emotions are a um a trick is how i see it so i'm like okay my, my emotions are trying to trick me right now i'm feeling shitty but now i know that i can come out of it so i go to all the tools i know sleep is super freaking important so whether i do like to think of it or not sleep is important so if you're feeling low make sure that you get plenty of sleep make sure that you go to bed at a decent hour i know that that seems like 
everyone's saying that, but it's so freaking true. Like we don't prioritize sleep. We don't prioritize nutrition. But these are the things that immediately I would go to because those are like the base thing. I know, okay, sleep and nutrition. Great. Now if I'm getting those and I'm still feeling low, how do I work through my emotions? Okay, well, I look at what I'm low about. So is it in my relationship? Is it in my business? Then I start to break that down. And I'm really trying to think of a um, quick time example. Um, I can't really think of one offhand. But let's say, so um, let's say I, I'm, I'm feeling low about my relationship with my husband. And for some reason, I'm just, when I'm not feeling super connected and I'm not feeling great about myself. Um, and so what I start to notice is I start to get irritable. Okay, well, I know this is an emotion and I know I can control this. So what do I do? I make sure I get sleep. I make sure that I get decent nutrition and I pull myself out of it. Or I allow myself a certain amount of time to feel like that. Okay, Lisa, you're feeling low. Fine. Give yourself an hour. Feel as low as you want. Put on, you know, super depressing music. I've given myself an hour because I used to find myself beating myself up over feeling like that. So now sometimes I give myself an allocation and be like, no, don't, don't feel badly. Yeah, feel low. Feel shitty about yourself. Give yourself an hour. But when that freaking hour is up, you better believe I'm going to flip a switch. That music is going to stop from being Tony Braxton. And I brought her up because I was just listening to her. Unbreak My Heart. Freaking love that song. So heart that if you know that song, by the way. I know I'm giving my age away, but Unbreak My Heart by Tony Braxton. Super heartfelt. Oh, my God. And then I'm going to stop it immediately and put on Britney Spears and start. Or like, in fact, I was listening to I'm a Survivor. A survivor from uh, by um, Destiny's Child, and I just belted it from the top of my lungs so much so that poor Wookie was barking like crazy because she thought someone was being strangled. But that's just my singing voice. But literally, I put on Survivor and I was like, I'm a survivor, and I'm just like rocking my hands. And I'm, um, I could go on, I've got so many, but those are the immediate things I notice pulls me out of that emotional um, down. All right, so I'm doing some shout outs. Shout outs to, from Jamaica, Istanbul, Germany, Romania, Florida, Greece. Yes, that's the Ganade. It's a gala. My little Greek there. Um, and Portugal. All right, so I'm going to do another. Um, let's see if you guys, I am doing some lives. If you want to join. Oh, God. All right, girl with, with a cell phone. <laughs> All right, girl with a cell phone. Let's see if your cell phone's working and your IG. Ah, there you are. Hi. What's up, homie? Oh, my gosh. Super excited. Love watching your live chat. Uh, thank you. Where are you calling from? And what's um, your name? Romina. Romina. And sorry, where are you calling from? Canada. Ah, all right. How's it in Canada right now? Pretty chilly or? Um. Oh, yeah. You know what? Our snow just melted, so it's warming up. Can't complain. <laughs> But it's great. Amazing. Um, What's up? My, so husband, can... my husband and I are big fans of you and Tom. Oh, what up, hubby? We, we watch you guys all the time. And I just wanted to ask a question. Of course. Um, one of my problems is I have a hard time picking one thing to focus on. So I have so many interests and in, uh, different projects that I'm working on. Um, mostly in social media, and then I have different interests, whether it's um, social media, um, video editing, photography, uh, really into fitness and uh, nutrition, but I can't pick one thing to commit to and give it my all, so I feel like I'm never 
really succeeding or living up to my potential in any of them because I'm doing a lot of things at the same time. Yeah. Um, well, the great news is you have many things that you love doing, right? I meet a lot of people that are on the other side of the spectrum where it's like they have no idea what their passion is. So you're in an amazing situation right now. So for me, I... <laughs> Doesn't feel like... <laughs> well, but, and that's exactly why I said it. I started with that because perspective is everything. Because we get so caught up in this like, oh my God, I don't know what to do. But the amazing thing is you have so many things that you love doing that now it's like you're in an, a beautiful opportunity and a beautiful position to start navigating that. So for me, I loved artwork. I draw a lot. I love working out. I love my husband. I love media. Um, and I love health. So I had all these different things like you, I had all these loves. And the question is, what do you want to do every single day and not just do for yourself? Because, and that was like, I threw a curveball there, not just for yourself. And the reason why I say that is I love freaking art. I, as a kid, all I did was draw. I loved it. And I was like, I'm going to draw as a living. I'm going to get paid for it. This is the best thing ever. And I started to draw to sell or to do for other people. And I hated it mm. because people, because I knew I had to make a living off it. It meant that I couldn't just do it when I wanted to. So now I was being forced to draw when I didn't want to draw. I was doing web design and things like that. I was forced to, to create websites, even though it was with brands that I didn't necessarily have a connection with. So then I started to go, Oh, hang on a minute. This thing that I absolutely love, I'm now not enjoying because I'm doing it for money. And so where is that fine line? Now with health, it's like, okay, if I could work out and get paid for it, that's actually more interesting than art. But I prefer art to working out. So it's kind of like you have to take these things that you love. I would say put them into buckets and start seeing which are the ones you're willing to make money from and do daily and which are the ones you're not. So I loved creating content. I'll make content even if it's... Um, not about me. So right now I do a lot, obviously, obviously a lot of content with me in it. But if I wasn't in it, and I would still love to do content. If I was getting paid to do it, I would still love to do it. If I wasn't getting paid to do it, I would still do it. So that's where I started to decide when we went from Quest Nutrition to what our next company was going to be. That's why we did Impact Theory. Because we were like, what is the thing we can do every single day? Work to make money at it. Be proud to make money at it. And still want to show up every day. Art wasn't that for me. The working out wasn't that for me. A lot of people ask me to share my diet and my workouts. And I started mm -hmm. to think, huh, could I make money off this? Like as a business, I, mean, I probably could. But the thing is, I don't want to because my health is so personal to me. I need to make sure that I'm going to create that line and that boundary. And when you're asking, when you're trying to make a business out of it, when you're trying to ask people for money, how on earth am I going to make that boundary for myself and be like, oh, yeah, sorry, guys. I know that you've committed to following me and my workouts, but now I want to stop. Like that doesn't feel aligned with what I'm trying to do as a result. So for me, empowerment just... It, empowerment let's call it and just it just oozes out of me because i can't help but freaking talk about it all the time on the things that i'm struggling with and the discoveries i'm making so whether i was getting paid for it not getting paid for it, i would do this all the time content i would do all the time but the other things i really wouldn't so right now for you as i'm saying it what are the things that feel true to you that you were like i could do this all the time every single day without failing I mean, w with failing, but knowing that you want to get back up again. 
It's so tough. I, but as you were talking, like bells were ringing in terms of, you know, it, it makes sense. Like I like working out and, but do I want to do it for money? Not necessarily. Um, I run um, content accounts for my dogs and for like a dog page in general. And I love it, but I always have the line of like, they're my, they're my kids. Do I want to make that into a business and like do it, focus on money? Not really. I like to do it for fun. I like, um, content and, um, because I know how to edit and do photography and uh, do the, the graphic design, like you said, um, there's been companies, but then I struggled which company really aligns with me that I want to create content for. So like, like I enjoy doing content, but finding that niche that I would want to do content for, not just, you know, create five pictures that match our, uh, about food and post them three times a day. Like that's not really what I want. I want something that makes me feel good. And I have trouble, uh, deciding that but what you said definitely gives me a new perspective of really thinking about it a different way and maybe trying to uh narrow it down more into what i'd be interested in so i yeah. really, really appreciate that oh cool and i just want to take it one step further actually because then what is that 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 um, bigger vision so for instance there's so many people that are like oh my god i love baking cookies i make the best freaking cookies on the planet and everyone's like oh man you should open a bakery store your cookies are amazing and then people go into it open a freaking bakery and hate it why because running a business isn't easy like once you've gone from baking cookies to oh i need do i do a store um do, you know do i sell from a store or do i sell from home oh well what are the rules and regulation of selling food oh i need employees okay so how do I, you know, um, I need an HR department now that I have employees. Oh, do I cover them in health? Right. Like it becomes so much bigger than just freaking baking cookies that people don't. So when it becomes a business, what are you willing to do to that extent? And in fact, a quote that I love, and I'm going to post it in the next couple of days, I think, is what are you um, willing to die for and live for it? Yeah. Like, I, I want to remember that so interviews too i don't know who's who shows Probably up but Tom. <laughs> what are you willing to suffer suffer for um when you're not just what are you willing to do for fun but what are you willing to suffer for yeah yeah because the truth is is i'm not willing to suffer for my art my art's too precious for, to me to ever put it myself in a situation where I'm going to suffer for it, right? So it's like, you have to ask yourself those questions of like, what are, are you willing to suffer for? Or what are you willing to, because there's going to be a certain amount, especially if it's content, where you're giving yourself over to it. And so yeah. that's where it's like, are you willing to do that? And you have to ask yourself, like, we call it the no bullshit question, right? Like, no bullshit. What is it actually going to take if you want to be successful in X, Y, Z? So... <laughs> You know, for us, it was build a studio in our house so that we could save money, um, you know, things like that. So, but it's the no bullshit. And then you can't hide from anything because now everything's right in your face, which I love. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Thank you so much. Really yeah. appreciate you taking the time. Like, again, so excited. Honestly, I was so anxious and I was telling my husband, I don't know why I'm having butterflies in case you press the song, but oh, I feel so much better now. Thank, Thank you. you so much. And I just want you to be an amazing example as well for everyone out there because we get so caught up in that fear and in our heads of, oh, I don't know. And it's like, hopefully it was pretty chilled. 
Yes. Like, right, but like, so like facing your fear, and I freaking love that you did it because when any time that we do face that fear, it becomes like another notch in our belt of reminding, I remember when you were fearful, it never ends up being that bad. So yeah. Yes. Awesome. Hope you but have thank, an amazing day. All the thank best. Thank you, sweetie. You too. Bye. Bye. All right, guys. Everyone, I think, really liked that question. Me too. I really like that question. Um, all right. So I'm going to answer a few more questions. If you guys are joining, either drop them in the comments or request a um, live uh, uh, roulette. Sorry, my mind. I'm trying to read and I'm trying to pick, figure out what I'm saying. All right. So I'm going to do another live roulette um it have your questions ready guys and i'm answering uh, let's have a look mm, come on down shagan shagan all right well sending love from sweden thank you christopher hello hi hi how are you doing sweetie I'm I'm doing great. How are you doing? I feel Good. so nice. I feel so happy. Oh, what's your name and where are you calling from? I'm Shagun. I'm calling from India. Oh, thank you. Got a lot of Indian fans. This is awesome. Yes. Yeah, you're amazing. And so is Tom. Oh, thank you, sweetie. So, what's your question? So, um, my question is, uh, how do you deal with the fear of unknown? And like, how do you take your narrative back? So it is basically coming from the point of view that I'm done with my graduation now and I'm going for my master's. Mm -hmm. And um, so now that I'm preparing for my master's, I'm, I'm doing LLM, it's master's in law, and I'm going to the UK for it. So I am very anxious. I've got my acceptance from the colleges that I was waiting for. Mm -hmm. But now that I'm talking to my seniors who are there, who are making it and who are dealing with it, it, it just seems so much. It seems that will I be able to do it? Or how will it turn out for me? Like, will my dreams come true? Or will I get stuck in a position where I'll be very hurt and would want to come back home? I yeah. Well, so first of all, thank you for being so open and vulnerable. That is an amazing question. There was a few questions there. I want to make sure that I really answer them all. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for, for sharing that. So the first question I have is, what are you, like, if we drill down the fear itself, what are you actually fearful of? I'm fearful of not making it. Not um, making it in your degree or not, like, what do you mean making, by not making it? Um, not my degree. I'm confident about my degree, but okay. after it, the employment. I you love the answer. <laughs> but what's amazing though is that you have confidence, right? You're already confident yeah. in passing. So what's interesting is you have super confidence in that, but you have, but you're worried about the unknown, right? And that's actually, yes. like, I think, the biggest thing. Okay, so are you saying um, you're confident in the career, but uh, sorry, in the degree, but you're not confident in what job or that you're going to succeed in the job after? Is that yes. specifically? Okay, yes. so what is the worst case situation? if you don't get a job? That I'll have to come back to India. <laughs> okay, so if you have to come back to India, what does that mean to you? Uh, it is nice, I wouldn't mind working here, but um, I've been there before for student exchange program and it was amazing. I like the work culture, the opportunities I get there and the exposure and the people I meet. And I feel here I'll get a little restricted to those opportunities and to go to my best optimum level that I can. So I want to make the most of those opportunities being there and getting an employment out there. And okay, so 
The biggest thing that I would say is like, you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself. And so how I would handle it is I go to what is that worst case scenario? Okay, so the worst case scenario is you pass your degree, you're super confident in that, but the unknown of getting a job is super difficult. Obviously, you have to figure out visas and things like that. I get it. Like being from England um, and Mm. wanting to be in the film business, I had no idea if I was ever going to make it to America or what that looked like. And I had so many people saying, your heads are in the clouds, you're crazy. But the great news is it is up to you if you keep going or if you give up. It is up to you. How old? Do you mind me asking how old you are? I'm 22. Okay, 22. So let's assume, let's just assume for arguments that you're going to live till 90. Is that fair? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Ambitious. Okay, so 80. I want it it to be very real though for you. I need you to believe in what I'm about to say. So how, 80 years old? Is that roughly right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you've got 58 years 58 years to work on getting what you want in life. So right now, you've put pressure on yourself to come to America. Oh, sorry, go to England. Is that right? England. England. To go to England. And within the first year or the second year, to have all your dreams come true. That's that's a a very high bar that you've set for yourself. Right now, I love it. I freaking love setting high bars. But what Mm. I do is I set high bars, but part of me kind of knows I'm not going to get there. So if I know I'm not necessarily going to get there, what am I going to do about it? So let's say worst case scenario, worst case, you go to England, you you knock it out of the park with your degree, but then you have to go back to to India. Now, what are you going to do? You said that you're worried that you may not make it. It's in your control right? Mm. How hard do you fight for that? How much, like, how much do you truly believe that you're meant to be in the UK and that you will find a way? It may take you a year. It may take you two years. It may take you five years. But if you were okay with that and you know, for my dream, you can't give up your dream after a year. If you're going to live for another 58 years, girl, you've got 58 years to work on that dream. So now it's what are the stepping stones you're going to do in order to get there? And the first thing where I start from, it's about belief. Yes. It starts with, do you believe that no matter how long it's going to take you, you're going to get there? Because yes. nothing in life is easy. So that's what I do. I go, I know I'm going to get there. Like an Academy Award. It's so audacious for me to think I'm going to win an Academy Award. I, I, I studied mm. in school and that was 20 years ago I studied filmmaking. <laughs> so why on yeah. earth do I think I have the audacity to win an Academy Award? Because I believe it's possible. So that's the first step. I just believe it's possible. Second of all is that I know it's going to be a long term. it's not going to be overnight so for you don't just feel like you've got this one chance once you get the degree you've got this one chance and if you don't make it then your whole dreams you know are failed like you can't think like that and I think that that's where so many people get trapped is they look at this scenario and they're like this is my one chance and what happens is maybe they don't get it and then they give up Right, like you, you may have to come back to India. And when you come back to India, it is up to you. Do you give up or do you say, amazing, I've still got another 58 years. What other techniques, what other strategies? How else can I get there? Do I do an internship? Do I apply for another, right? Like you've got so many options, but it all comes back down to 
when that happens, do you believe in yourself that you're going to pick yourself back up and figure it out? Like it all freaking starts from there. Someone even just put perspective is everything. It is so true. So like even all the, the tactical things I can give you into like, don't give up, apply back to London, go for a job. Like all of those are all tactical. Yes. But it comes back yes. to what? That do I believe? I think I do believe. Even if I have to come back and in the worst case scenario, whatever happens, I think I would want to get up and go back and do it. Exactly. And we get so trapped in the fear of what if it doesn't that we ignore the power of what if it does? What if it does work? What if, it, you know, what if in yes. a year it works? What if in 10 years it works? Sorry, you're about to say something. Yes. Yeah, no, no, no. I was about to say that I, I believe and I feel whatever you've said. It, I feel so light <laughs> listening to whatever you just spoke to me because I couldn't sleep all last night thinking about how will I figure it out. But now speaking to you, I think that I believe in myself. And, and the, the best part that I liked about the conversation was the 58 years. It's just not one chance. It's the belief that I have in myself that even if I have to come back, I, I will I'll get up again and I'll do it. Like, I'm ready to suffer here. Exactly. And, like, you have the confidence in your ability to go through college, right? You said that from the beginning. Yes. So now it's, and maybe that's because over your lifetime, you've got those wins, right? It's like, maybe you're very great academically. So you've been getting the wins. You've been getting the great grades. So you believe in yourself. The problem that we find, though, is that when we enter a new arena, we don't necessarily have those wins yet. So we don't yes. have the ability to believe that we can. And so what I would say is give yourself, like, you. in fact, I'm going to stop right there. You got the win because you got into the school. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so that's a freaking massive win. So yes. if, even if, like, it takes you another one or two years to get another win, you've got a massive win. You got into the school. So getting yes. in, getting the win, believing in yourself, girl, you got it. Now you've got another 58 years to get to that dream. Yes. Thank, thank you so much. Thank, thank you so Aww. much. Like, I, my pleasure, sweetie. Thank you so much. Thank you so thank much you for joining. Me. And uh, Well, um, I would wish you luck, but it's got nothing to do with luck. It all has to do with your ability. So um, I believe you're going to do it. I believe it. Thank you so much. Thank you. That's All right, girl. Take you. care, sweetie. Bye. 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 All right, guys, I really, really, really hope that brought um, you guys value. I way prefer doing the videos um, than just kind of speaking to my camera. I feel like I'm super interacting with you guys way more. Um, hope you enjoyed this. Love from Dubai, um, from Miss Pai. Oh, God, it's from Paso. Sorry. But thank you for Dubai. Um, guys, if you do like this, please, please do drop in the comments that you, uh, if you want to see more of this um, and then do share it. I'm going to be downloading this video and I think I'm going to be cutting clips. Um, hopefully, if there's some content that is powerful for you guys, I really want to um, get that feedback. As much constructive feedback as you possibly can give me would be amazing. Um, hope you guys are all doing well and safe. Um, if you need anything, DM me, hit me up, email us. Like I am here to um, just serve as much as I possibly can. So guys, please, please do stay safe out there. And until next time, be the hero of your own life. Peace out.